You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the guy that talks at the start of the podcast and this evening I'm joined by John. Alright John? Alright, how you doing Craig? I'm good, I'm good. It's just the two of us tonight. Just the two. Oh, it's just the two of us. We'll, we need to maybe play a bit of that music. Let's get it on. No, not that kind of music. No, just the two of us, you know. Oh, right. I, wondered, I wondered what you're meaning, John. I thought you were no, getting fresh with me. No, what's happened with, what's happened with Chris and uh, Greg? That's two weeks in a row for Greg. Oof. Well, Chris is, we will let him off because he's a, a father just now and newborn kid and he'll be looking after him and he's, he says he was feeling a wee bit tired, fancied an early night. Well, I will let him off. Maybe he's, maybe we'll he's planning for off. a second one. Maybe he's planning for a wee brother or sister early uh, night. Well, I don't like to spread rumours. Maybe they'll be playing, let's get it on. <laughs> maybe. I but and Greg, he's just he's a wuss. Uh, he phoned in sick at work today. I'm oh. guessing it's a sniffle. He's the type of guy he is a wee sniffle keeps him off work. Um, he missed a game of football as well today. That's that's how oh, weak he is. Oh, he must be bad. No, he must be off. He's missed a game of football. He must be ill. Uh, right, so no pressure, John. But you're going to have to carry the podcast because everybody knows I'm the boring one. I don't know if I'm much more entertaining to be honest. But we'll see how it goes, eh? <laughs> Right, well, uh, as always, I like to start with a charity bet to see how well we did. Or or how or how we didn't do well. Yes, so we had a, a treble on. We had Aberdeen to win. They got beat off Inverness. We had Stranraer. We probably did best with Stranraer because that game was postponed. That's probably the closest we came. <laughs> and Dunfermline got beat 1-0 off Erdionians, which surprised me. So with... I don't know if we can say half out of three because we got a postponed game in there, but it was rubbish. Oh, I think it was we, just awful. We had Rory McAllister to score first for Peterhead, and he did score twice, but no, he didn't score first. I think it was Montrose went 1-0 up. Uh, Peterhead scored, but I think it was an own goal. Can't mind who it was, but Peterhead ended up winning, and as I say, McAllister scored twice, but it's not good enough no, for the we'll charity try, try and get back to basics tonight, maybe just a wee double. Yes, I will keep it simple. I say this every week, but we'll keep it simple and hopefully get back in winning ways because we'll, we'll, there's no Greg. Greg brings down the charity bet. There's no Chris. Chris brings down the charity bet. It's just me and you. So just me and you. You're the lucky charm. I don't know what I bring to the table, but I've had a look at stats and I'll see if the stats help. But we'll, we'll do that near the end of the podcast because I like to see our Premiership predictions to see if anything jumps out. It's not so much a trend because there's just two of us doing the predictions, but we'll see if something jumps out as obvious. Yeah. Uh, the Premiership review, John. I had, Where shall I we thought, start then? Well, why don't we start with the most exciting? Oh, that would have to be the Hearts and St. Johnson game. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Goals, uh, it's one of those games. Galore. Everything galore. One of those games I wish was live on the telly box. Right, so there was six goals. In it, I don't think many people, including myself, thought Hearts were going to come into it. I thought St. Johnson were squishing it, despite going down to 10 men. When they were 3-1 up with 10 men, I thought Hearts must be playing terrible. But Hearts brought it back. Anyway, start at the start with the, the red card for Stephen Anderson. I seen it, and my initial reaction was that it was correct, the sending off, because it brought down the guy, and I thought it was an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. I know that the pundits were saying that the guy was taking it away from goal. I don't think it was. I think he was taken in the direction of the goal. Uh, so I think the red card was right. But I don't know what's your view on that, John. Uh, well, I've certainly seen a fair bit of criticism from the referee anyway. Um, in terms of the performance for St. Johnson and Hearts. You know, a couple of them, I think Laurie, he obviously is doing his recording for Hearts, talking about the games and all that. Yes. And he seemed to suggest that the performance wasn't too good. And I've seen Chris as well mentioned that he thought the performance was pretty bad as well. There's been a bit of referee chat over the weekend. There was talk of the referee at the Celtic Motherwell game not being too good. Um, this one, well, in terms of the red card, the talk, maybe not, can I, not it wasn't a clear goal scoring opportunity. So, possibly a bit, bit of a soft penalty. Well, I don't know. See, I suppose that one's it's always up for debate. 
it's the the rule says it's got to be an obvious goal scoring opportunity, and it's always up for debate because if it was me that was throwing goal, I don't think there's ever an obvious goal scoring opportunity. But I don't know. I, I think that I think that he might have been caught by a defender. I think it was very unlikely, and for me that means it's an obvious goal scoring opportunity. A few more touches, and it was one on one with the keeper. So yeah. I would have gave the red card. It's one of those things. It's I suppose it's all about contact again. Uh, seen it in the, the game down south where the Liverpool Aston Villa Suarez getting the penalty and debate over whether does contact mean it's a penalty. Mm-hmm. I know that Laurie's quite uh, big into that and he's quite keen on saying that it's a contact sport. Yeah, it's maybe one of those situations. I mean, kind of probably seen over the weekend or the last week or so. There's been talk of a sin bin coming in and maybe that kind of situation whereby they get a red card and penalty against them that's the situation whereby that maybe one of the things we're going to look into whereby it's a bit harsh having the red card and the penalty just have the penalty and then maybe send bin for 10 minutes and it's yes. you're not penalized you're not penalized as much and it also yes. means again like we've discussed before about it means then another team doesn't benefit from the red card because it's not actually well i suppose it is the team the team does benefit because they're down to 10 men Okay, are playing against 10 men, but obviously that player then misses games against maybe other teams whereby they could be dangerous against them. Yes, so, I can see flaws in that approach. Uh, for example, if there's if you're in stoppage time, a minute to go, and there's a guy running through on goal. Aye, give him a aye, tug. how would that work? Yeah, give him a wee aye. tug, uh, bring him down, uh, and then what, you're going to get a penalty? You might not score the penalty. Uh, you're off for a simbin for 10 minutes there's only a minute left in the game so it doesn't really matter to you depends how they do the, the rule that you could, you might even take them out actually try and do them a wee bit of damage knowing yeah. that again you're going to get a simbin and it'll be a penalty they might say that if it's a, a violent act if it's a, a, a bad tackle then there's going to be a further punishment yeah. but I don't know right now I think it was a potential FIFA president was talking about is it an orange card? Yeah, Champagne. <laughs> oh, is that the guy's name? Sa- Champagne? Aye, surname's Champagne. Aye, bubbly character. Oh. Oh. Hey-o. Oh. <laughs> that's us started, right? Um, oh, that's I've seen that about the orange card, but then someone, I've seen someone else in the forum point out that someone had made up a, they'd photoshopped it, obviously, to change a red card or yellow card into an orange card, as if people didn't know what an orange card would look like. Yes, I had that in the BBC. I seen that picture. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure myself either, but now I seen the picture. It's clear in my head exactly what it's gonna, what the potential rule change would be. Yeah, it's good to know that. Yeah, I don't but... know if you, if you've got somebody going off in a sin bin. I'm not really sure exactly how it's going to work. Are they going to go off the pitch? Are they going to be able to receive some hardcore coaching? In the 10 minutes they're off, i.e. is somebody oh. going to be able to show them a wee replay of where they've gone wrong? Talk about say it's a fullback, talk about the winger and say, look, this winger, 100% of the time they've went on the outside. Are they going to go down to that level and almost gain a wee bit of an advantage? No, in terms of that, I mean, if you look at I don't know whether you can follow rugby much at all, but in rugby no. union, certainly, um, if the player goes into the sin bin, they're not allowed, they don't have any contact with the coach and stuff. So they're just basically made to kind of sit in the, the sin bin um, and think about their actions, I suppose. So... No, I don't think there'll be any kind of coaching allowed. Obviously, maybe quite hard to kind of um, judge it or to kind of marshal it, I should I say. Mm-hmm. But no, they wouldn't be allowed any kind of contact. But I, 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 I think your point about the fact of if I was the last 10 minutes and then they get sent off because they know, well, it's not really, they're only going to miss no much of the match. But yeah. I wonder how they would kind of, how they would look at that. I don't know how they do that in rugby. I suppose in rugby, though, it would just be a case of you're off and, and that's it. Um, yeah. They're not exactly going to extend it into the next game, whereby they've got 10 minutes off at the start of the next game. So, yeah, it'd be interesting how they would kind of see that, because obviously this has just been kind of tentative talks at the moment. Um, I'm sure there's something yeah. hidden away in the UEFA cabinet or something like that about it. Let's say it happened in the first 10 minutes of the game. I can't see any team then going out to attack. If they've got 10 men for 10 minutes, I could see them just parking a bus. And just sacrificing those 10 minutes because they know they've got the rest of the game to play. And the game could become a a bit of a stalemate, really, in those 10 minutes because it's just going to be completely negative football. And nobody wants that. There is that. But, I mean, another sport actually that utilises the kind of sin bin is uh, ice hockey. Um, In terms of ice hockey, you get the, it's called a power play. 
whereby mm-hmm. if a man goes off for like say five minutes or ten minutes whatever kind of fill, it then just ends up that I suppose I they maybe will do, do kind of defend up a bit anyway. Um, but it gives, I suppose, it gives the chat that the team that's got the eleven men maybe ten minutes to kind of put a bit of extra effort in and try and kind of get a goal at that crucial point. So there's that as well. That's another sport that utilises the the sin bin yep. ice hockey quite well. You've got a a pacey winger goes off for the ten minute sin bin, comes on with maybe a few minutes left to go, and he's bursting full of energy and he's up against a full back who's played the full ninety minutes and is knackered, dead in his feet. You've got this pacey winger ready with energy to burn. I think there could be a wee bit of an advantage to that. If they can survive that 10 minutes without him, of course. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be ne- I suppose there's going to be positives and negatives about the whole situation. I think they need to kind of give a bit more information about how it would work. Because um, I would assume, to begin with, they would probably test it out in some sort, some sort of lower... They'd probably test it out in Scotland, to be honest. They'd test it out in a league that's not one of the kind of crucial leagues um, yep. in terms of... We'd be the guinea pigs for it, maybe. Because I, I thought just Doncaster, Doncaster was talking about it as well, I think, wasn't he? Oh, he was in the media just uh, quite recently, wasn't he? I hadn't heard yeah. from him in quite a while. Yeah, that was it's, a good thing. It's something I, I, I just am a bit negative about it, the, the sin bin approach. There's just too many negatives in my head, but I'm sure that they would have thought about it, and I'm sure yeah. that they've got some really good responses to that. I just need to hear them. What champagne's yeah. brought up. Hopefully that'll get uh, everyone discussing it, and and maybe maybe uh, in the forum somebody will explain to me exactly how how good it could be. But right now I just I just see the negatives. Yeah, no, the points you've made are kind of good, definitely. Right back to the St Johnson Hearts game, and unfortunately Murray Davidson went down, hurt his knee again. Yeah, and it was a bit harsh on him. Because he went up for a header and he went down and almost straight away he was signalling to the bench that something wasn't right and then he got smacked in the face with the ball while he was on the ground. So it's a, a bit of a double whammy for him. Yeah, he's he not had much luck injuries, Davidson. One of the reasons I think that he didn't find a club at the start of the season, he was clubless for quite a while and he was he only went to St. Johnson looking from the outside as a, a last resort. Who knows what was going through his mind, but it was almost as if he was looking for a, a better offer and he had to settle because of his injury history. And then now it's flared up again and he's getting an operation either today or tomorrow. So that'll be him out for the, the rest of the season. And not good news for him at all. No, it's not. No, And I've seen as well the uh, St. Johnson kit man, Tommy Campbell, he was taken to hospital with chest pains as well. So hopefully he's all right. I've not had any update on how he is. No, yeah, I was, I was hearing that as well on Saturday. It's not good. Not good. Uh, but positive, Stevie May. More goals again. Hat-trick for Stevie May. So, uh, again, it's will they keep him by the time the window closes? There's not actually been much business at all um, in or out. There's been, a, well, maybe a couple of teams. Partick Thistle have had a bit of business at Johnson. But Ross County. But, but there's not uh, really any uh, money getting spent. Scottish no, I think those days are gone. Yeah, they're well gone. Certainly. Yeah. The days of the one million Paul Bernard for Aberdeen. That's not going to happen again. Yes, yes. Um, it, it. So, there's talk though, like you've probably seen, Scatcho's been linked with Hearts again. So, Laurie's yep. moist at the prospect. I'm sure. Oh, he's loving it. He's loving it. So, one thing about me getting that hat trick, and one thing that I, I slag Scottish football about is how we have a single match ball. We don't have the multi ball. But yeah. one good thing about that is that me does go home with a match ball. Oh, that's yeah, assuming that's they right. didn't change it, because they do have spare balls, but it's not like European football where the ball boy holds on to a spare ball and he can throw it in quickly, or international football. So Scottish football, he is picking, he's getting the match ball. That's a nice touch, because I don't know what happens when you're playing European football. You get the match ball and you're like, mm, maybe this was kicked about for about 15 minutes of the game. Not really as significant, is it? No, but he's, do- he's doing well, certainly, Stevie May. Top score, he's top scorer in the league now, uh, along with Billy McKay. Though on the, the BBC website, it's quite funny. They, they've got Billy McKay, have obviously got his Sunday name, William McKay. And then Chris, Chris Commons, they've got, got his Christian Commons. I didn't even know that was... I just always thought Chris Commons was just Chris Commons. I didn't realise he was Christian. I didn't know that either. Yeah, because so, yeah, you don't have to be named with the, the full name, if you like. Uh, you can be christened with the, the short name Aye. for you is a, probably an out of 
date term that now, isn't it? Being christened. But anyway, I Wikipedia has got him down as Christian Aaron Commons. There you go. Aye, there you are. But aye, did you see uh, Manus and Stevenson? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> what a bizarre, what a bizarre face-off that was. I've never seen two players clench each other so tightly. <laughs> they've, maybe, they've maybe been listening to the podcast and maybe they're into the wrestling, maybe. <laughs> but maybe nothing really happened. for the Royal Rumble. It was handbags, wasn't it? I mean, it was, I don't they think... just clenched each other and that was it. <laughs> uh, the commentator it's... mentioned a headbutt, but i never seen a headbutt. No, I never either. Um, but it's... it's... It's going to be costly as well for Hearts because uh, Stevenson's going to miss the semi-final now against Inverness. Yes. So, but then I seen that Manus he's still going to be able to play for St Johnson against Aberdeen. So I don't know how that's worked out in terms of it must be in terms of points accumulated or something like that. But I would have thought they'd have been both missing the games. Yes. Did you see that Manus seemed to be trying to argue that Stevenson shouldn't have been sent off? Right, was he? It was. Right. It was strange because the red card was shown to Stevenson, and as Stevenson was walking away. Manus was, was trying to persuade the ref that it uh, wasn't right and he was pointing at Stevenson as if as if he was talking about him. It's, it seemed a bizarre one. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what's going I've on just, there. Yeah, I've just realised, I think, no, why um, Manus isn't going to miss the Aberdeen game. I think St. Johnson, I've got a game in hand that I'm playing on Tuesday night. Yes. Against Partick Thistle, so that'll be why. Yeah, aye, that's something we need to discuss later in our predictions. I've not written it down. But it's in the predictor on the forum. I think I, I, yeah, I think I had a prediction from the original game. Still showing, but I might stick with it actually. The one that I've got. But we'll discuss that obviously later on. Yep. Uh, the Hearts, their second goal, I don't know if you can remember it, it was a bit of a, a scramble. Uh, I think it was described as a stramash. A stramash or a or a melee. Aye. And yeah, a good the, the shot, the final shot that was the, the goal, what a slice it took. He, the guy almost missed and he was about a yard out. I don't know if you've seen him right into the side net and there's no way he meant that. I can't Definitely recall it just sliced. now. I, I saw bits of the Hearts and St. Johnson highlights, but I can't recall it just now. Oh, it was, it was pretty bad. And then the, for the, the final goal, I thought Scobie, he's not a, he's not a keeper, but no, we've all played up. fives or sevens or whatever. We've all taken a turn in goals. He didn't even dive for it. Oh, yeah, I know. Same as last week, we are Ben Williams. <laughs> yes. He has a call, like he didn't dive. Aye, but Scobie, come on. See if you're going to volunteer to go in goals. You dive about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> like, it's all about just just diving about, rolling about, doing things that you can't do when you're outfield. Aye. Just having a laugh in goals. But nah, he just stands there and just looks at it. Yeah. But, wasn't it? Aye. The Hearts does have a bit of credit for the way they came back into the game. Two goals in the last minute. I mean, that's... Going to give the, the, the youngster a bit of a boost. There's not been many, many positives in our season this year, but that'll give them a bit of a boost at least. I can only imagine how down they were, knowing that they were playing against a team with 10 men and they were still getting beat. Aye, and they're getting beat heavily, well, reasonably heavily as well. Yes, aye, that, that's, that's going to be difficult to recover from uh, for anybody, but for a bunch of kids. Aye, impressed with that. And they uh, move on. And, oh, sorry, unless you want to mention oh, something else. It, it was just moving on. I well, if I'm moving on to the Celtic game, we'd spoken last week about how it would be nice for us to be able to pick Chris Commons as first goal scorer. And what happens? Chris Commons, first goal scorer for Celtic on Saturday. Yes, I a bit. Uh, I was going to say a lucky goal, but uh, they'll count. They'll count. I thought his penalty was a lot better. A bullet in yeah. the. I don't know what you call it. The top middle. Top middle. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, strike at lucky. Aye. Yes. Aye. Aye, so that's 19 goals for Chris Commons. Uh, oh, who was it that called him? Oh, in sports scene, they were talking about him. Uh, they called him a, a poacher. Or was it a poacher or a striker? Oh, I, I don't know what I... He's not really a striker, is he? I try not to listen to what they say in sports scene because it's usually a load of pish. Um, though, to be fair, I actually thought Chris Boyd was all right on it last night. I was quite surprised. He, he, he came across quite knowledgeable, actually. Uh, he's he's loving the TV work. He was on the TV tonight on BT. Oh, was he? Mhm. Aye. Uh, he's he's looking quite. He's looking as probably the fittest he's been uh, in a good while. I think. I quite liked the the banter they were having uh, about his penalty miss. Yeah. Because Michael Stewart said something like uh, he was talking about the goal and he says, "I no thanks to you." 
Aye, I thought that he... was nice. I thought they were going to avoid that. I thought the way the conversation was going, I thought they're not even going to mention the penalty miss. I thought maybe yeah. it's a sensitive subject, but no, they went for it and took the piss out of him. Ah, he took it well because he took it. It said as well to like Michael Stewart how he was. He told the boy before the match that he was going to give him a goal. Yes, ah, it was good. Which I quite liked. He responded well. Yeah. Over that one. Right. So the Celtic game. I thought Stokes' red card. I've watched it again. I've watched it probably about four or five different replays, and I don't think it was a red card. I think it was late. I think it was stupid to do that and the. There was there was no real danger from Lasley at that point. He might have spread it wide, but there was no real danger from him. No need to slide in. But no, I don't think it was a red card. I don't think I, I can't see where it's coming from. It looked a sore one, but no, I don't. I think it's a booking. I thought it was pretty reckless to be honest. It's one of them. Maybe see if that if it had been earlier in the game, it might not have been a red card. It's one of those tackles actually. But at the same time, you kind of went like that. It's a bit similar actually to the. Uh, Vidic tackle in the Chelsea Man U game yesterday. I ended up switching off the game, that. I didn't see that. Um, but it's staffed as well because Stokes could do with a wee run in the team to like try and get on the goal trail and now he's going to miss out. But might have a chance for Puki or Baldy to come in and impress the Celtic fans. Yeah, Aye, it was just there was no need for it. No need for it, especially with the scoreline. It, was, it wasn't as if they were chasing anything. But aye, so 3 0 to Celtic, it could have been a bit different if McFadden had scored. Uh, the McFadden of old, you think, would have put that away, but didn't. Uh, but aye. Uh, other games, other standout things that I wanted to mention uh, the Ross County game against Dundee United, 3 0, and Philippe Kiss scored yep. again. Aye, he's, he's four new, goals in two games. He's our new friend of the podcast, Kiss. Aye. Kiss, Kiss. Kiss, Kiss. Good name. Good scorer. Ah, he's already on the list of top goal scorers in the league. <laughs> Four with two games. Is he? He's a, I, BBC, uh, I think he's in the top 15 or something like that. Goal scorers. Yeah. You're right. And uh, I, Arkin scored as well on his debut. Ross yeah. County's been busy. They have, aye. It's, it, they've had a good bit of run form recently. They are. Um, they are. We'll maybe mention their form a wee bit later when we're doing the charity bit. Hint, hint. Uh, right. <laughs> Don't want to mention that too much. And the Hibs against St Mirren game. Ah, it looked, it looked a good game. Adam Campbell looks a good player. Oh, he looks really good, yeah. I mean, he's been he's been talked about down at Newcastle since he was about 16, in terms yeah. of being the next big thing down there. Um, and obviously St Mirren have had a bit of success with Connor Newton and Paul Dummett coming up and doing really well. I think Dummett's even established himself in the first-team squad now. Um, was it? Did you see Cap- Campbell's goal? Started from the keeper. Keeper rolled the ball out to Connor Newton. Connor Newton bursts up the right. Gave it to Campbell. Campbell, we won two, and then nice finish by Campbell. Oh, well, I only it's seen really the end of the play. I didn't. I didn't realise that it came for the keeper. Ah, it came from the keeper. Yeah. Um, St. Mirren, they're a weird. They're one of those weird teams because they're, they're capable of doing that, playing kind of some really nice football. But I just defensively, that's where they struggle. Um, sometimes having to play Jim Goodwin at the back, whereas he'd prefer obviously to be in midfield. But Paul McGowan scored again. He scored on Saturday. I like. McGowan, but I feel he should score more goals. He's yes. got a, kind of the ability to score more goals, but I don't know whether he just doesn't push himself or, or what it is. Um, and yeah. then Stevie Thompson, he scored as well. I like, I like Thompson as a player. Good player. So you're giving McGowan the goal and off the post? Aye, I would give it. Did it, go, <laughs> did it get given as an own goal? Aye, it would, it would need to be an own goal because aye, it wasn't going in. Aye, because it wasn't on It's goal. harsh. Officially on target. Aye. Yeah, aye, harsh. Yeah, I think that's yeah. it for the, the games that I wanted to mention. We've mentioned uh, Boyd's penalty save. I suppose yeah. the overhead kick for Higginbotham, but Aye. I think that it was a spectacular overhead kick, but I don't think the resulting shot was, was too good. Yeah, I think the keeper should have saved it. Yeah. It's a skill uh, I don't have in my locker at all. I, I can't do an overhead kick. I, I've tried once, I think, as an adult, and I just fell over. And I, I think that the people looking on wouldn't have known it was an attempt at an overhead kick. They probably just thought I slipped. <laughs> um, I suppose there are, well, obviously, Aberdeen and Vares game. Kinda, we had them obviously in the charity bit and they let us down, but there's nothing to be too disheartened about. I think it was one of those bad days at the office. McInnes, that's what McInnes put it down to. It's just one of those days. Didn't play well. I don't think anyone really particularly played well. Just at least maybe it's one of those 
at least they all got out of their system on the same day. Um, and that's that game by with and then just get back on track. But Inverness are a good side. It wasn't that long ago they were second in the league, so... Ah, they're still in with a decent shout. They've got games in hand over, they over have, yeah. land, Aberdeen. They are, and maybe Hughes is starting to get his ideas across as well. Um, and they're always going to have a chance when they've got Billy McKay on the side. I will. I will wait and see what Hughes has got to do up there. But I mean, McKay, I, I just don't know why other clubs aren't keen on him because he's shown time and time again that he's, he's capable of scoring in the, the Premiership. And I don't know why, if Celtic are looking for a striker, I don't know why they're sniffing about. I suppose I've got Europe to think about, but he's a type of player I think that's proven in the league and that's what they need. They need yes. somebody who can do it rather than buying a player to, to come in spending millions on somebody or over a million on somebody who's they're just not really sure they're going to perform. Yeah, it's one of those as well. You sign a player from somewhere else, it takes a while to settle where to come from a different league, whereas obviously Billy McKay's been in for what, two or three years now. Um, he knows the league, certainly. Yeah. His record for the last couple of years has been phenomenal for playing at Inverness. Um, nah, he's won, Stephen May as well, he's one that could do a job at Celtic as well, probably, but I think Celtic fans will be wanting a bigger name. That's it, that's it, unfortunately, um, yeah. But especially with Europe there, you don't want to be taking a gamble on a player like that for European football, not for Champions League football. For the league, it's no gamble in my eyes. Yeah. I saw that. Tonight, the podcast is broadcast on a Monday night and we made it a wee bit later so I could watch the Rangers against Forfar game. And credit to Forfar, I thought they did really well tonight. I thought that in the first half, they maybe could have edged it. Uh, I was really impressed by Dale Hilson. He was playing up top. I've maybe mentioned before that he used to be my neighbour. I thought he was really good, especially right near the end. He had a couple of really good chances. He's a Dundee United player, but I think that it's just not really working out for him there. He's he's on loan at Forfar, but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to fit into the Dundee United squad. I'm not sure what his contract situation is. But anyway, he was good. Rangers were pretty poor overall, but they managed to win two 0 as teams like that seem to do. Play with play badly and just get the win. Moshney scored with a header, and I think it was Templeton scored. Yeah, Templeton yeah. last minute, I think. Yeah, Rob Douglas was in goals for Forfa. That was interesting to see him. Darren Dodds as well was in defence. He wasn't in goals in defence. Aye, it was good. Uh, Derek Gray was good banner as well. He was talking about the Brideys. They got a wee shot of him eating a Bridey. And, oh, he, likes uh, a, he likes a pie and a Bridey, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Oh, he was talking about the price as well. He was saying, aye, 150 if you get it outside the park. And then he was saying 180 in the stadium. And I don't know if you've seen they get a wee bit of banter with the food from Derek Ray and then they get a bit of banter at half time sometimes when they were at Arbroath they got a smoky right, and yeah, they brought it out and they showed it to Cregan and somebody else can't remember who it was there it would have been Daryl Curry but I'm not sure who else and they just looked at it they wouldn't even taste it and Curry was trying to get them to taste it but no Cregan was having none of it well they brought out the Brideys a lady came out and brought out a tray of Brideys and <laughs> Curry again was like alright dig into this Cregan so Craig says, all oh, right, all right, right, right. Takes a bite out of it. The curry says, how, how was that? He says, average. <laughs> Wasn't that a fan then? He's, oh, he's that's harsh. I, I, I can't say I'm particularly a fan of a Brady. Uh, no, oh, I like no, a Brady. It's interesting that you get uh, that kind of dish. There's so many different versions, so many regional variations of a very, very similar dish. Because you've got a bridey, you could say that that's uh, kind of the same as a, a Cornish pasty. You could yeah. say it's a kind of the same family as a, a Welsh oggy. You get a Jamaican patty, which is slightly different, but very similar. Basically just pastry with some meat in the middle. Uh, there's, uh, there's quite a lot of that, and it's all basically just the same thing. So yeah. I, I think in bygone days people just enjoyed fatty foods. Yeah, they still do. They still do. It's like, do you not see the thin 50% of the UK is going to be obese by 2050, I think? Is that what they say? That's what I reckon, I. I was pitching so, a, a TV show idea to Derek Ray. I'm not really sure if he's going to be into it, but it was going to be called AD and Ray's Food and Football. Just going to merge the two. It's a bit like the podcast. We've got the, the pie banter and the football banter 
and then he's obviously got the commentary and pie banter, so I thought we could merge together and get. I'm going to pitch it to the beat Aye. sport and see what they say. See, I think that, I don't know whether you ever seen one of our threads in the forum. It was about halftime food. I was quite. I'm quite intrigued by what different countries sell as halftime food at the football. So they could go worldwide. Not well. I'm sure if BT Sports got the budget like to send me to Europe, I'll, I'll be happily, happily go Aye. and see what's happening. In fact, if they just sent me to McDermott Park, I'd be happy because they do their specials. Oh, but I know. They've still no sent us one. I mean, it's no. disappointing. I, I don't know what hints we can, if we can, how because I'm more obvious, we can drop hints that we want us taking to Europe by. I know. I know. I've been there. It's a small twice. request. I went small twice request. just to get a pie. And they didn't have, I think it was a chicken curry pie I had to make do with. I mean, we've probably increased the sales of steak and cheese pies, the amount we've talked about it in the forum, in the podcast. Maybe we could get a sponsorship deal. Sponsored sponsorship pie, steak and cheese pie. Uh, I wonder who makes them. Who makes them? Do you know the bakers that makes them? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Can't remember seeing anything. When I was there, can't remember seeing any branding. But anyway, I, that's what we need to get. We need to get some decent pies. Right. And the championship, Aloha were beat 5-1 of Dumbarton, and it seems to be a knee-jerk reaction, and Paul Hartley has resigned. I really don't understand what he's thinking of. He says that he's taking the club as far as he can. I think he's talking nonsense. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he's just, he's been on the receiving end of a pretty hefty beating, and he's jumped ship, because I don't know why. He's sitting eighth in the league at the moment, He's 10 points clear of the playoff spot. He's three points away from being fourth position in the league. I really don't know what he's on about. He's been promoted two seasons in a row. Yeah. I, I think that I think it's just a foolish move by him. I think that he was one of the managers that was getting tipped away many jobs. And I think he could have got a, a good move from Aloha. And, but now he's resigned. Now, I, I don't know if he's got something lined up or not, but I just think it's a bad move by him. Yeah, I was quite surprised, Alec, because as obviously you say, he's had his back to back promotions, and he looks as if he's one of the best up and young up and coming managers in, in Scotland. Um, there has been talk, though, he was getting fed up the fact that he was just like a hallower part time. He wants to be working with players all the time, but surely he should have stayed till the end of the season. Does not as if there's any jobs available just now, mm-hmm. um, yep. unless unless he knows something we don't. Um, whether he's maybe going to get, I mean, there's been I know a lot of Hearts fans would like him at Hearts certainly whether he would go there even just on a coaching basis um, just to get experience of working with players full-time. But yeah, it's a, it's a, a surprising time to leave. Because yeah. they're doing... They're doing Aloha are doing... You know, pretty, they were, I think they were up as high as, what, fourth in the league? Yeah, but it's um, so tight. In the championship. Three points away from fourth. And I think that it would be expected for them to struggle. If you get promoted two seasons in a row, you're not going to burst into the championship and, and set the league alight. Yeah, they're, they're not doing too badly. Yeah, I mean, well, they could be... They're, in, they're still in my chance at a playoff spot, aren't they? Well, they're, well, they're 10 points it... away from playoff to be relegated and they're 10 points away from being playoff to be promoted. So, so I just don't think there's a problem there. He's maybe worried, though, in terms of the recent form. They've lost four out of the last five. He's may, maybe worried they could get sucked into a relegation battle, but um, I don't know. He's maybe... Uh, we'll see what I'm not sure. Yeah. I in terms of managers, I was looking down south and I was hearing that Barry Ferguson has been linked with the Blackpool managerial yeah. post despite it not being vacant. Yeah. And that trend continues with Neil Lennon being linked with the Norwich job. But is it with managers being linked with jobs that aren't available? It's just the press like to sell papers or it's a strange one. Yeah, yeah, hits on websites. Don't know. I mean, Norwich won at the weekend, didn't they? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I think they did. I think they beat Hull one 0 But don't know. Would Lennon fancy the job at Norwich? Is that? I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure what his motivation is. I think that. I think he could tick the box at Celtic in terms of what he's achieved there. And I think he, if he's want, if he's looking for a career for himself, I think he could be. He should be looking elsewhere. And Norwich. It's not a bad team to be going to. I know that people will say, "Oh, it's not. It's, they're not in the Champions League. It's it's not the same level." But look, he's, he's as I say, he's ticked the box at Celtic. What more can he do? 
if he wins the league this season, nobody's really going to mention anything about it because the situation is Scottish football. If he wins it uh, unbeaten, that might be a wee badge for him. But right now, unless he wins the treble, unless he gets to the last 16 of the Champions League, people aren't going to be raving about him. So I think he's ticked the box at Celtic and he needs to move on and find a new challenge, whether that's in the, the Premier League in England or maybe even the Championship. Something to get his teeth into, something where success will be appreciated. I'm sure he also wants a quieter life. I think he's talked previously about the fact he would like to test himself down south, but I would think he would stay till the end of the season and finish finish the job. Oh, I think and, he'll stay till the end of the season. Yes, yes. Um, but we'll see what happens after that, because if it continues, I mean, I don't know whether Celtic are going to spend money, this, like much more money this transfer window, but he must realise in terms of what they can achieve in the Champions League, the best, realistically, I think, they can ever do is maybe a last 16, last eight, a push, whereas he can go down, test himself down south against the, the kind of bigger clubs and variation as well, the fact of playing different teams and maybe a chance of then getting a bigger move to one of the teams that competes in Europe from... Yes, I don't yeah. know. Uh, but anyway, we're talking about him being linked to a, a job that isn't even available. Yeah, so in terms of going back to Barry Ferguson and the Blackpool thing, he was ink. I'd read talk of Barry Ferguson being linked with a Hamilton job last summer, but nothing came of that. But probably the next step for Barry Ferguson a move into management. Yeah, they were talking about him still being player manager. Right. Um, yeah. But he seemed like the type of guy that would make that step into management at some point. Uh, right, well, we move on and do the Premiership predictions. Premiership predictions, let's do them. Right, we've got a game on Tuesday. Tuesday night, as I say, it's in the predictor because it was a postponed game and any predictions were saved in the database. So Tuesday night, it's Partick Thistle against St. Johnson. Now, I went for 2-0 to St. Johnson and I'm gonna. that was my original prediction. I'm going to stick with that. You sticking with that? Well, my original prediction was 1-0. Um, and I'm going to stick with that, but Partick Thistle will obviously be hoping to try and get a first one of the season at home, but no, I can. I think I draw in that one. 1-0. One yeah. Right. Then we've got Kilmarnock against Inverness. I'm going to go for an away victory. I'm going to go 2-1. Um, in terms of that one, I'll go for 2-0 in that one. Motherwell against Aberdeen. It's a bit of a tasty one, that one. I think yeah. I'm going to go for a home victory. Both sides are pretty equal in terms of form. They have both lost their last game, but other than that, they've, they've both been on good runs. I think I'm going to go for a home home victory 2-0. Um, I'll go for 2-1 to Aberdeen in that one. Ross County against Hearts. I think that the smart money is going to be on a, a Ross County home win here because County's on a bit of a run 2014 Hearts they had a, a brilliant recovery at the weekend against St Johnson but they shouldn't have got themselves in that situation they were playing against 10 men for the majority of the game they shouldn't have had to score two late goals I think it's going to be a home victory here and I'm going to go 2-0 um, I'll go for 2-1 to Ross County St Mirren Maybe. against Partick Thistle I'm going to go for 3-1 St Mirren. Um, I'll go for 2-1 to St Mirren in that one. Then on Sunday at 12.45 on Sky Sports 1, we've got Hibs against Celtic. I think I'm going to go for an away victory, 2-1. I'll go for 3-0 to Celtic. A humping? Well, aye, a semi-humping. <laughs> <laughs> not quite a not quite a full on humping. <laughs> then on Monday night we've got a game of football, seven forty five BT Sport One, Dundee United against St Johnson. Dundee United are on a terrible, terrible run of form. I think in the last six games, if you look at the form table, I think they're sitting bottom. And that's a yeah. that's a team that were some like fourth or fifth or sixth in Europe for form not that long ago. They're in a terrible run. It's going to have to turn around at some point, but I don't know if it's going to be against St. Johnson. I'm going to go two apiece. Oh, two apiece. Um, I mean, 
Dundee, it wasn't that long ago, Dundee United were getting talked about, about oh, they were certainties for finishing in second place. And Oh, Greg had them winning the league. Aye, Greg, aye, aye. They were going to win the Champions League next year as well. And also, I mean, um, let me see. I, I could see it being a drop as well, to be honest. I think aye, two all sounds quite good, actually. So I'll, I'll go with that as well. Well, something I wanted to mention. Uh, Dundee United, they gave Suter and Gold time off. Oh, aye, to go on a holiday, aye. They didn't want them burning out. Yeah, now that's a problem. That could be a problem for any player, especially a young player. But what's, what about keeping a, a young player grounded? How's, how's it going to help send them on holiday? They're already, they're already potentially, I don't know the, the individuals, but they're already potentially believing the hype and starting to think, right, I'm the next big thing, I'm the, the big thing now. And then you're saying, you know what, everyone else has to play on. You two can go off on a wee holiday. I would well, it'd be nice for them to like go in the water parks while the other kids sort of enjoy that. I mean, they won't be able to go drinking, obviously, they're too young for that. Oh, of I course, don't... they won't be drinking, of course. Yeah. You're right. Um, I don't know, I think they're just going the tour themselves. I think they're going anywhere else, like from. I think it's just the tour them away themselves. Their parents, I think. Their parents, I. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe they get a free child place. I just think it's strange. It could be, it could work out in good management if it, they come back, revitalise and, and back to kind of playing well, but I don't know. It's, do you think they're paying for it themselves or Dundee United are paying for it going holiday? Well, I don't know. The way the media words it, it makes it sound as if they are paying them to go on holiday. But I don't know, it just give them a break, of course. But this just makes it sound like they're, they're the big boys and they're special. Aye, I mean, they could, have gone to Bro- they could have gone to Brotty Ferry for a couple of days. They'd have, they'd have liked that. Looked at the seagulls. Aye, I'm sure Dundee United train St Andrews. Aye, just a wee trip down to the beach of some sandcastles. That's all right, it's the weather for it. Definitely. But it'll be interesting to see whether any other Dundee United youngsters get to go on holiday. <laughs> Aye. Andrew, Andrew Robertson, he'll be feeling a bit put out. I mean, he's, a, he's quite he's quite young. How's he not getting to go on holiday? Aye, that's it. He's getting told he's no special enough. Aye. Aye. You're special, but no, no that special. So, but I, 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 I did find it quite amusing to be told to go on holiday, but you've seen it down south sometimes. Like some, man, you, I think, really seems to always be away in the winter to somewhere. He seems to be conveniently injured over the winter. Aye. Yep. Just try to get the cheaper holidays. Aye. Kenny Miller <laughs> enjoys doing it as well. He's, he's recovering for injury. He likes to come over and, and talk about how he's going to sign for Rangers. Yeah. Right, before the podcast, we talked, up, I sent a text to you about the charity bet, and I said, look, before this podcast, since it's just the two of us, I thought, well, we'll, we'll come into the podcast with a bet in mind, and we'll have that, and we'll, we'll also see if anyone jumps out for the, the Premiership predictions, but we'll have a, a good bet in mind, and we'll, we'll, we'll put that out there, and we'll see what happens. So, ignoring the, the first scorer bet just now, but for the, the £10 McBookie charity bet, I was thinking of putting forward Ross County. Aye, I thought you might be. At home, uh, the Hearts. I was looking at the form table. Hearts are, well, obviously, pretty bad. Uh, Drew against St. Johnson, they got beat off. Motherwell, Partick Thistle and Hibs. Ross County, they beat Dundee United 3-0. They drew 3 each with Partick Thistle. They beat St. Johnson and Inverness. Both really good results. In fact, that's three out of four good results, Ross County, just in 2014 alone. Ross County were four to seven to beat Hearts and they're the home side. I think it's I think it's a shoe in. Well we've both, put, we've both picked them to win, certainly. So I it could be a good shout. But I get excited early when I got a text from you saying pick a pick a single. I thought you were getting me something from the chippy. So I was gonna <laughs> and then but no, it was a What were you gonna have? Bit. Oh, it'll be sausage. Sausage all the way, but it's got to be battered sausage. No, none of your smoked sausage. Well, I tell you what, I tell you, there's a guy at my work, he orders a battered smoked sausage. I says, that's not even allowed, that's not even on the menu, so don't it be silly. Aye, but you can get a battered Mars bar, you can get a battered anything. If, if it can be battered, then you can get it. You've got to order from the menu, that's the rules. The menu's there that's for the a rules. reason. Oh. Aye, but you can sometimes you can pick stuff that's not on the menu. 
Like sometimes you go to a restaurant or if I take away and it says if there's anything that's not on the menu, let us know and we'll see what we can do. I mean they probably they may be telling them no we're not doing it, but they just put it on there to be oh. nice. I don't don't ask that. I went to Jamie's Italian. It's just off uh, George Square in Glasgow. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, Jamie's Italian. I thought, like, this is going to be a proper restaurant. Went in, there was a dish there that my wife fancied, but she didn't want one of the ingredients in the sauce. So I said, look, this is a pasta sauce. I said, look, can we get that, but just minus that one ingredient? The guy said, no, the sauce comes in pre-made. Oh, so they're basically oh, microwave merchants in there. Oh, should I went to Burger King? I mean, Burger King, you can get it the way you want. <laughs> exactly. Get it your way. Exactly. Aye, you're, you're going to fancy restaurants thinking I get a nice meal and then they're brilliant. Aye. I wasn't happy with that. It was, a, it was a good meal overall, but to see to hear them telling me that they're basically microwave merchants, I'm, I'm yeah. not into that. Right, uh, back to charity bet. We've got Ross County, they're 47. What are you thinking, John, for well, years? The one I'd picked out, and I've even got the odds as well, is Stranraer at Airdrie. Stranraer 4-5, which I quite like the look of. Stranraer rested. Airdrie coming off the back of a, a win. one nil against Unferman. So they burst our charity bet last weekend. Well, 4-5, decent odds. So if we put that £10 double on, we'd be sitting at £28.29, which is it's okay. If I'm looking at... Something that jumps out at me, the Premiership predictions. We both went for Ross County, but we've already got that. We both went for St Mirren against Partick Thistle. They're 29-20. to 20. Mm. Is it worth Good adding odds. them in? Oh, are you thinking they're going for a treble? I, well, I think or are we being greedy? Should we just I keep it simple? Stick to a double. I'm sure Like right. earlier on when we were getting a bit of success, it was the double. You know what will happen now? We'll see how we've picked these two teams that we've not included St Mirren. St Mirren will come in, but then maybe... One of the teams we've picked haven't. But no, I was going to add it to the, the double, so, uh, I know. so they'd need to all come in. So. Right, we'll do that. So that's Ross County, 47, and Stranraer, 45, at McBookie. Good guys have at you looked at a, Yeah. Have you looked at a goal scorer bet? I've looked at a goal scorer bet, and there was one that I thought was... No, I was going to really... put pressure. I was going to put pressure on you, John. Oh, I'll take the pressure. I'll take it. I saw what I thought was really, really good odds. Okay. Um, it's the Rangers game, so Rangers via Broth and Nicky right. Law is Nicky Law or Nicholas Law, as McBookie likes to call him, is ten to one first goal scorer. Right, that was, right. I, th- I like I like the look of that. That would get big bucks, hundred pound win. Right, right. Nicky Law, or as you say, <laughs> Nicholas Law. Nicholas, aye. Oh, just to try and get, just to try just to try and get a big win. Aye, I'm willing to go with that. Greg doesn't like betting on Rangers, but we'll go with that. It's the fact they're at home as well, and then he's, he got a couple of goals earlier on in the month, so he likes a, he likes a goal or two. Aye, aye, I think it's a good shout. Because I was surprised with the fact that at home that he was as, as big as 10-1. I know he's a midfielder, but... Um... Oh, he's an attacking midfielder. He's, he's always in, in with the goals. Uh, aye. I think that's a good one. Right, we'll go with that. Right, so Ross County, Stranraer, and then Nicholas Law, 10-1. Good odds. I think Mike Bookie will let us off with that because we were going with John Daly quite regularly. So going with Nicky Law, I think that'll be a wee change. So that'll be good. Aye. A change is as good as a rest. That's what they say. I wanted to mention something on the forum. There was talking about the podcast section in the forum on forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk and somebody was asking if I could read out who we are on the, the forum. I think he was particularly confused who I was on the forum, so I'm Craig on the forum. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was John, really confused by that. I, I, John, you're JB. Well, you've got a second at the end, is it? Aye, I've got my year of birth. JB, 1978. Greg is one man clapping, and Chris is psycho heart, and Laurie is Laurie. So yeah, I don't mention that in the podcast. I forget it's it's my fault. I forget these things. But that, that's us in the in the forum. And on Twitter, I'm S Football Forums. John? Uh, I'm uh, J. So just the initial J and then B B E E nineteen seventy eight. But to be honest, I don't post on Twitter that much. So if you're thinking about following me, you're not probably gonna get much tweeting action from me. Well post now and again, I go through spells. I was just thinking if somebody wanted to send you abuse, they're better doing it via Twitter. All oh, right, better doing it via Twitter. Right? Then I can Aye. report them. 
Aye. As long as you don't Aye. report that with me. Uh, Chris is Chris1888, K-R-Y-S. Greg is Greg Barry. Laurie, I think is Laurie. Is it Laurie's full name on Twitter? Um, I don't know. Just tweet or... somebody called Laurie and just Aye. say, oh, you the Hearts fan. If he's got a picture of Rudy Scarcho, then it's, you know, it's the right one. Aye. Well, I love Hart. That's it. Right, John, I think that's us. We've got to the end of the podcast. I've, I've also got to the end of my pint of tenants. I might need to go and get another pint. Aye, I wasn't even drinking tonight. I was just on the, the summer fruits again. So, disappointing. Well, if anyone's into drinking beer, you should get on the forum and go to the food and drink section and check out the World Cup of Beer. Ah, it's going well. Have you? Did you vote for the Greece against Scotland? Have you voted yet? Because the voting closes tonight not, for that one. Does it? There was it, Greece against Scotland was Mythos. Mythos, mythos, mythos. against Innocent Gun. Yeah, I think uh, Mythos wins for me. Oh, that's a, that could be. I think that's oof. I don't know what we're going to do. Then I think that's a tie. I we'll need to see. Maybe someone else will vote though. I'm going to vote for that. And then the week five is Brazil against England. So it's Brahma versus Carling. I've had both. I've had Carling plenty. Plenty of Carling in my time. I've not had much Brahma, so I've got a bottle of Brahma there. Sitting waiting, ready to be opened. It's a nice beer, Brahma. I like it. So, aye, so I'll have that. But aye, if you're into beer, get involved in that. Every week we have a different, different challenge, a different uh, game, match. I'm not sure what you'd call it. And then we'll see who gets into the second round. Yeah, there's a um, in terms of beers that I've got in there so far, Keo from Cyprus. That's in there. And I'm just trying to think what other ones off the top of my head. Let's see. Cobra. Cobra and was it Singtel? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No I Tiger. Tiger Tiger went through that's a week three. That was I a got... heavyweight contest, Tiger against Cobra, because they're both really good beers. But the Tiger won. The luck of the draw. Tiger won, I. No, that's the thing. It's not. It's not like the Champions League. We've no seeded the beers. It's just like they're all in there. Random draw. Aye, I'm not happy. You've not got tenants in the Scotland. I know. It was just because we were trying to try some different beers, some alternative Aye. beers, but so. And a sing gun. Yeah, I brewed it at like Will Park Brewery sometimes. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Right, but thanks for coming on, John. It would have oh, been no very boring listening to me and my own. Why? Why? At least you could have laughed at your own jokes, so. though. I could have, I could have, that would actually have been entertaining, I could have said a few jokes, I could have done a few impressions. Aye, or you could have pretended like someone else from the forum was on the podcast and done two different voices. I could have, I could have, that, that would have worked, I'm that good at different voices. What voice would you have done? Probably a high-pitched voice as if it was a woman. Right. <laughs> I know I'm not going to do it. <laughs> You've put me okay. on the spot. <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't going to ask you, but I think now the, the public really need to hear this. <laughs> oh, you, need no, you. Few, you need to have another few tenants for that. Aye, aye, aye. I think for my professional integrity, I think I can't do it. <laughs> professional integrity. <laughs> right. Bye, but thanks for coming on, John, and we'll speak again next Monday. No worries. Okay, sweet to you then. Right, cheers. Bye. Cheers, Nick. Bye.